Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. I'm Tom Merritt. Samsung will release the Galaxy S10 and Galaxy S10 Plus phones with in-screen fingerprint sensors and the ability to wirelessly charge other devices off the phone's battery. Samsung will also release the Galaxy Fold, a device that can act as a tablet or fold into a phone form factor. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports his sources say Apple's project Marzipan aims to let developers build an app once and run on iPhone, iPad, and Mac. Starting later this year, a new developer's kit will let people port their iPad apps to Mac. By 2020, iPhone will be added to that kit. And by 2021, the kit will be able to merge the three ports into one binary, so they won't need to be submitted to each store separately. Apple will likely announce details at its developers conference, WWDC, which takes place June 3rd through June 7th. Xiaomi announced its flagship Mi 9 phone with minimal bezel and a small notch for the front-facing camera, as well as a triple lens array on the rear. The rear camera includes a super moon mode for night sky images and 960 frames per second video capture, as well as advanced motion tracking. Models are available for pre-order in China. The Mi 9 costs 2,999 RMB, that's about $445 US, shipping February 26th. The Mi 9 SE runs 1,999 RMB, about $300 US, that's shipping March 1st, and a transparent edition with boosted specs will sell for 3999 RMB, about $600 US, no shipping date on that yet. Google announced earlier in February that the Nest Guard, the hub of the Nest Secure system, would get an update adding support for Google Assistant. Now that was a surprise, since the Nest Guard, which came out in September 2017, apparently came with a microphone built in that nobody knew about and was not listed by Google in the specs. Google says it was a mistake not to list it, and the mic was never activated, and users would still have to turn it on themselves in settings. The mic was originally included in anticipation of future updates that would allow things like detecting the sound of broken glass. Vivo announced the V15 Pro, its second phone with a pop-up selfie camera, but this time with a 32-megapixel sensor. The rear camera has a 48-megapixel sensor. The V15 Pro also has a 6.4-inch OLED display, 3,700-milliamp-hour battery, and an in-screen fingerprint sensor. The V15 Pro will launch soon in India for 28,990 rupees. That's about 400 bucks U.S. Emarketer projects digital ad spending will increase 19.1% this year to $129.3 billion. Traditional ad spending will fall 19% to $109.5 billion. If that projection holds, digital ad spending would make up 54.2% of the total, passing traditional advertising spending for the first time. Google's share of digital spending will decline from 38.2% last year to 37.2%, while Facebook's is expected to rise from 21.8% to 22.1%. Amazon is making the biggest advance, raising its share 50% to 8.8% of the total ad spend. The European Union's Council has agreed to the EU Copyright Directive, which includes articles designed to make websites liable for uploads in certain instances. A lot of people think it means they'll have to put upload filters in place and limits what snippets websites may display from news organizations without paying for a license. Finland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Poland were the only countries to object to the directive. The directive now goes to committee and then on to the EU Parliament for a vote in March or early April. Garmin, makers of navigation devices and smartwatches, reported a strong Q4 and forecast full-year revenue and profit above expectations. 
While car nav fell 28%, sales of marine navigation remained strong, and sales of Garmin's ADSB-based products for broadcasting an airplane's position rose in advance of U.S. regulations requiring such devices in planes by 2020. Garmin's sales of smartwatches to outdoor enthusiasts also rose 25%. Finally, Ghostery published a study Friday showing theirs and other ad blocker extensions had sub-millisecond impact on Chrome network requests, disputing the need to change how ad blocking extensions work in Chrome. The Chrome team has modified its plan to require extensions to use declarative net request API instead of the older web request API. They'll still have to make the switch, according to the team, but the block list limit will be raised and dynamic block lists will now be allowed. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, be sure to subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.